0: What's for lunch? T-double-B-L-C Stay in your seat What's for lunch today? It's Brown Bag, Brown Bag The
1: Brown Bag Lunch Group quinn here with my co-host drew luster up in Gloucester mass drew how you doing this week
0: doing well spectacular Labor Day weekend just watch the seas seal a blowout victory uh big game no complaints just trying to suck the life out of summer that I can it's uh it's going quick so we're trying our best to to get everything we can out of it
1: yeah getting into that that middle of September we'll get that yep. fall air at the the late I got a guy I
0: it's, it's getting to be that – it's this is honestly my favorite time of the like year. You wake up on a Sunday morning and your window's open, and there's a, a nice – a very quiet, faint chill in the air. And then you just – you know, you get into your day. You throw on an NFL countdown. You set your lineups. I'm getting the chills. Like, I can't even speak. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. I love it.
1: Yep. I believe September 21st is the official end of summer uh, based on the summer solstice. With that, that'll lead right into your special day of the week. What do we got?
0: Yeah, so Wednesday, September 9th is National Wiener Schnitzel Day. I have a – so I'm just going to be honest. I don't really know what wiener schnitzel is. Is it some some sort of like – is it chicken?
1: I would have guessed pretzel. It's like schnitzel.
0: Schnitzel. For some reason, I thought it was some sort of like baked – chicken dish but obviously it has something to do with a hot dog it's german wiener schnitzel yeah don't really know what it is didn't didn't want to look it up either because i just figured we would just come up with what we think it is yeah
1: i'm not gonna eat it so i'm not too worried about that one i think i'll skip september 9th
0: yeah i mean as will i if somebody knows what wiener schnitzel is let us know because we got no parking club
1: (laughs) all right (laughs) with that let's transition over to our love of the week. Let's spread some love here. I'll let you kick us off, and then I'll get into a couple of mine. I got, I got quite the palette this week.
0: Yeah, I got two. So my first one is just gonna go off of kind of what we talked about in our intro. A long weekend. Is there nothing better than a Friday Monday? Like you know, you got those two days off, and then you in the middle, you got the weekend. Obviously, there is really not a better film. than like Thursday. You cl- I, I tweeted about it actually. You close the laptop. You throw the out-of-office on, and then you're like, okay, tomorrow's Friday. I got that off. And then all weekend. And then you got Monday off. Yeah. It is – there's really, in my opinion, not a more comfortable yet exciting feeling. It's just relieving just everything. It's There's nothing like it, in my opinion. And it's I, amazing.
1: Honestly, Labor Day is one of my favorites up there with July 4th based off – you usually get great weather. Oh, my um, God, yeah and we usually have a cookout down stage fort park uh which they did do this year still and had a had a great egg toss Kenzie and Trish did not win the egg oh, toss i wanted man. to update that tweet uh Trish had some pan hands i heard they were out early maybe two throws and down
0: oh my gosh i feel like that's one of those things that one misstep one you know half inch off and that egg is being shattered. So yeah, you hate to hear that. I'm sure they went out with some thunder and you know tried their best, but we just hate to hear that. So that's we a, send them our regards. A
1: competition I have not captured yet. That's one I definitely want to check off the bucket list.
0: I don't mean to brag, but remember in like fifth grade and fourth grade at field day, we did those during uh, the the field day thing. Yeah, I remember specifically just having some of the softest hands. I'm talking like 35, 40 yards and I'm just kind of corralling it in almost not off my body, like a ground ball, but sort of yeah. like letting it sort of, you know, let myself sort of embrace it and kind of like protect the egg. So yes.
1: Well, it's all it's about. It's all about soft hands. That's it's really all what about inertia. Yeah. You got to caress that, that egg yeah. in because if it hits that palm and it's without any break, you're done where you're catching it kind of, because you almost want to catch it you, in, in the in the fingers. You, you want to catch it yes. here,
0: Go not ahead. here. Here it's snapping. This you get a little bucket and you just kind of, you know, yep, give it one of those.
1: Yeah, I agree. For uh, the
0: people so. at home who's watching on video, that's like the the first between the first and second like wrinkle of your fingers. That's like the target where you can really just caress it in, you know.
1: Yep. So 2021, I'll be training. I uh, got to pick a good partner. Uncle Steve ha- had some nerves this, this year, it seemed like, uh, through some Snapchats I saw. I don't know who ended up winning. I never got an update, but oh my I'm going to guess, based off the first couple of throws, it wasn't him. He dropped the egg twice.
0: Oh, my God. That's The early game jitters are not, they're just simply not ideal. You got to you gotta come out strong and confident in that situation. To build. So. Yeah,
1: you got to build yourself up for those exactly. 30,
0: 40-yard tosses. That's, that's all it comes down to. So... You know that's my first one. My second one was actually Before something I you go, on, go ahead.
1: Before you go on, you have a you had a four day, correct? Yes, sir. Okay, so the beautiful thing that we happen to get through our command is every three day uh, holiday that we have off. So you know, Presidents Day, Labor Day, all the the normal national holidays. Yes. We automatically get a four day. So if it was on a Friday, we get the you get
0: the Monday
1: the Monday and then if it's on a like Wednesday, vice versa a Friday. yeah vice versa and it is, sometimes they oh do I think sometimes like Thanksgiving it'll be like a, a Thursday Friday and yeah yeah. On. but that's, that's sick. probably the greatest perk I, I think that we we have down here for that's sure. like
0: my love of the week but every single not like big holiday yeah week, that's I, unreal I
1: get it like four or five times a year depending on deployment schedule
0: absolutely clutch yeah we love
1: that um, honorable mentions for you. Honorable
0: mention, yeah. So this is one that I actually saw today. I I, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I think it's Tristan, Casa or Casa. I don't know. He's a Red Sox prospect. I guess they were playing a an squad scrimmage of some sort. I don't know if he if this is AAA. I don't even know at this point with COVID and the cancellations. But long story short, it was like a an internal intra-squad scrimmage, and he got um. Keep in mind, this is one of their top prospects. He got hit by a pitch in this scrimmage and just refused to take his base completely. So, like I said, he gets hit by the pitch. The umpire grants him his base. He refuses. Next pitch hits an absolute moonshot home run. Even in a scrimmage, I've never heard of this happening. At first, my jaw dropped to the floor because I thought, "Is it? There's there's no way this happened in a game." Is there? But then I read into it more. You can
1: default the hit by pitch.
0: So I I have no idea. That's what I'm asking you. I don't know if it's just in a scrimmage and you was just screwing around, but a pretty swaggy move from one of the Red Sox top prospects and I love the attitude. I absolutely love it.
1: Yeah, that has to be a scrimmage cuz I feel like in in actual MLB rules or There's no any way. Any baseball rules you have to take the base. Like yeah. so there's no getting around that I would imagine.
0: Exactly. Um... But nonetheless, it's about the attitude for me. I love the aggression. I love the confidence. And I'd love to see him in the big league soon because the kid seems like a stud.
1: Yeah. little score update from the Isles game. 5-1 Lightning. Oh, my God. I turned it on. It was 1-1. And I am minus. I was minus 2. I haven't seen the other two goals that happened since I turned it on. Not good. Not good I, for the Isles well, game. Well, I
0: tweeted. I, the poor Isles. I tweeted right before game one of the Bruins Lightning Series. Whoever wins this series wins the cup. Yep. The Lightning looked like the deepest, fastest, most skilled team in the league. I think they're going to run them out of the damn building. They look incredible.
1: As my buddy Rick would say, there's no quit in these aisles, though. So hopefully we get You're a right. series. They're aisles. a gritty
0: team, so I won't count them out. But the the Lightning are just incredible. All right. On
1: to my love of the weeks. My first one I saw, I think I saw it late yesterday or the day prior. And it is the Kirk Herb Street viral video that went uh, over this weekend. Yeah. Uh, talking to Black Lives Matter and the current state of our country. And just in total, that was my like biggest love of the week. Seeing him, you know, take it all to heart, break down on national television yeah. uh, in front of his co-workers and all of the audience. Mm hmm. I love to see a good bit of emotion and that was definitely a moving and powerful statement from Kirk Street, One of the best in the biz, always been a favorite of mine. Uh, so yeah. Shout out to Kirk on that one.
0: No, he's great. I've, I've always loved him. Like you said, and it almost seemed like he was verbalizing and acting on or trying to kind of, you know, get the message across that a lot of people are thinking is like, what now? Like, you know, We talk about all the time, like, okay, what's one night of basketball games? Like, they're just going to go back to playing and everything's going to go back to, you know, quote-unquote normal or as normal as we can have things. But I think he hit the nail on the head and it was great to see that, yeah, like in front of his co-workers, just in this panel, um, seeing the emotion through and through. Because I don't see – I believe it was
1: college game day. I think that's what it was, is before all the first football games kicked off is when he did it. So Yeah. I mean, either way,
0: fantastic by him.
1: Yep. If you haven't seen it, definitely give it a watch. It's worth your two minutes and 20 seconds that it was on air. Uh, next up, for my honorable mentions after that one, I have Dustin Johnson completely owning real estate in Brooks Kepka's head right now. Uh, after going on just one of the great runs in golf that we've seen in a while, he has won four tournaments this year as of tonight. Uh, he just won the tour championship, the 15 million dollar purse for the season-long race. But the more impressive stat is, since August 9th, he's won 18 million in change uh, in tournament winnings, which is just absolutely outrageous. Imagine earning almost 20 mil in a month's time.
0: Did you say August 9th?
1: August 9th.
0: So that was about a month ago.
1: That was. It's. Under can you repeat a month that ago. number for me? i i believe it was eighteen million in change like eighteen million seven hundred thousand something
0: that is the most i almost want to say despicable like it's just the most insane outlandish number yeah that I, I it i can't even i i honestly can't even fathom making that much money in that short a period of time i would yeah it's that's insane
1: and i said i i was talking to my a couple of my golf by saying you know do they even get like all riled up about the 15 mil you would think so but then i look at a guy like dustin johnson he's earned almost 70 million in his career and yeah. obviously that's a, a huge chunk of that earnings still so it'll be up to yeah. i believe 85 but is that like us getting 1500 dollars or like 15k is it, you know yeah. what's the what is the
0: directionally how does that how does it make him feel compared yeah Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever it is, I don't give it it's $150 in a week or a month. I'm still going to be hyped about it. Like he he can't not be pretty thrilled. I mean, he can't not this
1: 15 million any in the bank account. Any
0: game with a pulse is going to be pretty pleased, I think, to have yeah, that much money in a month, you know. So,
1: yeah, I think deep down I want him to not care and just he's happy he's winning tournaments, you know. We can keep,
0: we can act like that. Let's just sport-wise. say it. let's keep it at that. Let's keep it at that, Kurt, you know. But yeah, he, he doesn't care about the money, right? Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, it's hard it's hard to that think back. that they don't. It's hard to think that they don't for sure. It, exactly. Yeah. But the owning of Brooks is more of what I I like out of this and that's why it's my love of the week is just that amount of money, and after Brooks had said DJ is basically a loser and you know he has only one major, blah, blah, blah. Well, he's absolutely the odds-on favorite to win the U.S. Open in two weeks now. Uh, the new season just officially started tomorrow, uh, so there'll be six majors in the year, which is pretty wild. It's going to be probably the best player of the year race that we've ever seen uh, because you're probably going to have a multiple major winner uh, being six now. And that person's probably going to have to win like probably two majors and a couple of regular PGA tour events, which is, you know, hasn't happened since the tigers and the Speeths for players of the year, which are all time years in, in the world of golf. Next up Novak Djokovic getting booted. From I the hate us you. open. I hate my you. love of the week. You know, you why? you just
0: literally stomped all over me. I had that coming too.
1: Did you? Yeah. That's another one. I'll keep my You Alexio. know, I've never liked Novak Djokovic. I didn't like Andy Murray. I'm a Nadal guy. I respect Federer, uh, but I have to dislike him because of the rivalry with Nadal. But yep. anytime it's Nadal can't win, I will root for a Federer versus Djokovic or a Federer versus Andy Murray. This just goes along <laughs> with his entire career, Drew. It's just though like the whiniest, you know i don't want to say d-bag but just the outbursts of immaturity and it's not like the guy hasn't won a billion tournaments and made a ton of money off of tennis and he goes out uh, and just annihilates one of the lines people in the in the throat and so
0: here let me uh, go ahead. Was it the
1: hardest hit ball you've ever seen no but there's no excuse to say like, oh, I didn't know that lines person was there. It almost looks like he looks at her and whacks it at her like purposefully.
0: So I know we have an agenda, but I'm just I can't help myself. I'm going to jump ahead here. <laughs> she this lady, this woman, this grown woman was going to be my fraud of the week.
1: Oh, she could have been so, a woman of the week even. So for getting I'm no gonna take... out of there.
0: I'm gonna take the the devil's advocate route here, okay, and say I don't care who Novak Djokovic is to you or your opinion of him. I don't anybody okay. for that matter. As a, a a what do you call it a lineswoman? What's the yeah, correct term?
1: It's a, it, it would be like a linesman, like in hockey, a lineswoman. I think.
0: But if I say linesman, I'm gonna get castrated on, online. So, it's twenty. So the lineswoman. Line judge. Line judge. Well, let's just, let's start there. The line judge is my fraud of the week. I don't know. I just, I guess I think of it as, you know, I look at it as, as <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to kind of, how to communicate this, like, without sounding like a D-bag. So, in my opinion, as a line judge, you should be, you you should have the wherewithal to understand the risk and understand that, you know, balls are going to be flying everywhere and look, this wasn't like somebody took a 12-gauge to her throat, okay? This was a a loft, a loft from like 10 feet away that brushed her trachea.
1: Hey, those are okay? new tennis balls. Those things are rock solid, Drew.
0: I just, <laughs> the way she crumbled to the ground and writhed in pain, and then the announcers have the gonads to say, gosh, we hope she makes a full recovery. Are we serious? She didn't just get sliced in the throat by a skate. She got hit with a tennis ball. Everybody in their in their mother has gotten hit with a tennis ball in their life as yeah. kids. So I think we just look, I get it. It's a dick move. I feel horrible for the woman. She obviously didn't see it coming. And I'm sure it didn't feel great and probably caught her by surprise. But you know
1: why? She it's a fraudulent it move
0: to just fumble to just crumble like a bag of potatoes down there and act like you just got shot.
1: She's been focusing for, for 20 years on that line, Drew, and making the right call. She's not looking to see after the play if Novak's going to drill her in the trachea.
0: <laughs> I just, look, I, I have a hard time differentiating the two, but I'm, I'm just going to start here. You see it all the time. I know it's different, and I, I know you're going to jump down my throat for this. You see it all the time in hockey, right? A puck gets rung around the boards, it hits a linesman in the teeth or he gets hit in the kneecap or the back of the leg and he goes down or he gets slashed by accident or gets, you know, tangled up in a play. It's part of the game. Like you got to be ready for that type of thing. And the lady just goes down. Like she just got Mike Tyson in the throat. Like it's a damn tennis ball lady. And it's not like he was blasting 110 mile per hour survey. He just kind of lofted at the wall. So
1: it's a dick move,
0: but she's my fraud of the week for just crumbling down like that.
1: I've seen – many of the the ball boys ball girls get like smoked in the head or something and like just get hit a lot harder than that and they either and they like just get a gr- filling they in just grin and bear yeah and not because it was a a blatant you know after the 10 so point was so over. was
0: it though like that's my question yes. to you is so like was i don't know enough about the story
1: frustration.
0: So he actually did it on purpose, out of frustration. Obviously, didn't mean to hit her, but kind of whacked it behind the play because he was pissed off because he was losing.
1: Which they have rules in place. Uh, that's why it was like a no-brainer to kick him out of the tournament because if they do that and it hits like a fan or something, obviously, they're liable for that. And yeah. Though, you know, the actual miles per hour that they can hit the ball if they were pissed if off. If they were really pissed off. Yeah, it's definitely be, dangerous. Could but... actually, like, severely injure somebody. Um, so I'm gonna
0: follow up next pod with an update on this woman on her health because I think she
1: might be in the ICU.
0: I think she's fine right now at her house right now, probably. so <laughs> I, I, I apologize for jumping out. I just couldn't help myself. She's the biggest fraud I've ever seen for crumbling down like that. It's a dick move, but I just don't I don't think she had to react that way at all. Okay.
1: that's all I got for my love of the weeks. We'll move on. just a short sports 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 segment. I'm gonna start off here, Drew.
0: Yep.
1: You know how fond I am of Rodrigo Blankenship out of Georgia oh, yeah. University. Well, we yeah. He just We
0: followed him since what, freshman year probably? Yeah. With the with the specs at Georgia. Been,
1: I wanted the Patriots to draft him because as we see now, we do not have a kicker.
0: We we literally we are a week a week away from NFL football and we do not have a kicker on our roster. Correct.
1: And guess what? He just won the Colts kicking job over it. The goat, Adam Vinateri.
0: I believe it was someone else too, some younger kid it was like a younger, or like, something. There a was younger two of them. Kid,
1: not like obviously notable Vinateri. Uh, yeah. so people are asking, you know, for Vinateri to come back home and retire.
0: I know, England. Josh said that too. I saw that in the Slack group. I didn't know like if it was released or anything, so I ran to Twitter. I didn't see anything though. Yeah.
1: And I'm a big Vinateri guy, but uh last year was not a good kicking year for Adam.
0: I don't need to see him I, I don't need to see that. Yeah, and I think Personally. he's been
1: with the Colts longer than the Patriots by now. Like
0: a, it seems easily. like he might have been, yeah. It's like been I a while. I feel like he's
1: been there almost like 14 years, I want to say. Basically, as
0: long as been, Gostowski had been with us, essentially, right? Yeah. Like, so it was maybe pretty... since
1: like 06, 07. Yeah. So, pretty long time. Uh, I agree with you. I don't think I need to see that. That was my big plug. I I wanted the Patriots to draft him, and he's a starting kicker. He's Mm going to be great, and I think we missed the boat on that one.
0: I completely agree. Is Indy a dome? I think it is. Correct. That's going to be unreal. He's going to have the specs on in a dome, kicking absolute moon bombs. I can't wait to see that. Yep. Did you draft him by any chance in any leagues?
1: Oh, my God. I should have.
0: Do you have any leagues left? Because you have to. I can
1: absolutely waiver them. Actually, now that I think of it, you.
0: I think you have no choice.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm. I'm actually in both my leagues. You have to. I'm actually playing against him. If Kenzie improves, it we'll see.
0: He must. He probably loves him too. So that's great. Now
1: let's talk a little. I know you want to talk Celtics. It's gonna be pretty short and sweet. I think from tonight's game. But let's talk a little of Game Three because that was concerning to say the least (laughs) yeah Uh, i didn't watch game four at all because i didn't even know they played i was probably good that you didn't labor day festivities took over and i kind of just missed and i saw they lost and going into the night 2-2 after the way they lost game three yeah yikes
0: yikes is right i think the last time we talked, they were up 2 nothing. They were undefeated in the in the bubble in actual playoff play. And it play.
1: looked and like Toronto couldn't beat them, yeah. to me, to the blind
0: to basketball. Me either, to me to okay. the average Joe basketball fan. And then, you know, I'm driving back from the Cheesecake Factory, no free ads, and I hear, you know, Tice puts one in with .5 left. I'm cheering. I think the game's over. What a I'm not play even by playing.
1: Kemba, too. What a pass. Oh, my God, what a
0: feed. And then I hear... OG out of bio at a bio. I'm friggin' butchering the name. Hits a corner three with half a second, catch and shoot from across
1: with the freaking five foot left.
0: And buries it. And I'm like, that's yeah, just an absolute sucker punch it's right in the face to the Celtics. And with a team like this and a coach like that, you would have hoped that they, you know, okay. You know, free, fluke loss, Tatum played like shit. That's fine. You you hope that they kind of come out. Face the adversity head on and respond in game four. Mm-hmm. And they did quite the opposite, actually. They played like absolute dog shit. Couldn't make their free throws. Weren't really playing competitive enough defense. I didn't really watch a ton of it, but that's sort of the story that I got from it, from what I did watch. Um, and then tonight, obviously, 2-2, a huge game. Obviously, as everybody knows, a game... My voice just cracked. Game fives are massive in any seven-game series. It's the swinging point. So to just blow the doors off of them in a, in a huge game five is everything that we needed in and more after the first you know through the first four i guess
1: i think brad brad got the troops fired up tonight and it it showed with their play he did you you did mention the cheesecake factory in there and i saw this today on twitter you can you can only pick three restaurants to go to for the rest of your life yep the choices i'll read them off here red lobster applebee's olivia's garden the Cheesecake Factory, Outback, Texas Roadhouse, Chili's, TGI Fridays, Hooters, Buffalo Wild Wings, Millie's, and Ruby Tuesday's?
0: This is the—okay, so I'm the type—you're going to be upset with me. Right, let's just start there. Okay. I personally don't think there's any other answer than what I'm, I'm going to give. This is in no particular order. It's Olivia's Garden.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's Cheesecake Factory. Okay. And then this is the third, it, it, but it was, so the first two I knocked out I right away. I know what you're
1: going to do. I know you're going to go Texas Roadhouse over the, the Ask, first... you son of
0: a gun. <laughs> the first two I got out of the way and then I'm saying, okay, this is where I got to really get down and dirty because yeah. it's, it, it's one of those two. It's, you got to go, you went Italian, then you went with kind of a funky, you know, Cheesecake Factory kind of, they have their own little niche and then it's okay. You need a classic high-end steak, steak chain. And it's either the Outback or it's Texas Roadhouse. And I don't know what drew me to Texas Roadhouse, but I can't really give you an answer as to why I chose. And I know that's not what you want to hear, but I chose Texas Roadhouse over the Outback for my third selection. Yeah,
1: what is it? The peanuts on the floor? You really enjoy the peanuts on the floor? Give me a break. You know
0: what it is? It's the bread. This is going to just go back to the 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 war that we've had for years. The bread is... The cinnamon butter, the, the the buttery warm rolls. It's
1: not as good as the chocolate.
0: Bread. It just trumps the chocolate bread. I want to hear yours at this point. Uh, outside of the outback, what are your other two? Because I I really, I'm a little bit in the dark on what you might go with.
1: So I am gonna go Olivia's Garden. Love it. I'm gonna go outback. And my last one, which I think may be a little surprising here, I I don't I'm not a big Cheesecake Factory guy. I. I don't like cheesecake in particular, and the rest of their food is just, like, overpriced to me. Uh, So I'm going to go Buffalo Wild Wings on the basis that it's a great sports bar to go to, but also probably my favorite fries anywhere.
0: They got good fries. Sorry about that. My phone was just vibrating. I love their fries. I just I love their boneless wings, the atmosphere. I think it's more about the pageantry of going there and getting the beers and sitting with all the TVs with yeah. your boys. Well,
1: I, I just, I would rather go there than Cheesecake Factory, At, like it, on anything.
0: So, whether if I'm going date, on like whether
1: it's anything, Drew,
0: it, you just took like, the words out of my mouth. If it's a date or like a family, you know, outing, or and there's no like game on that I want to be glued to. Yep, I'm probably gonna go Cheesecake, but b Dubs is a solid spot if you're trying to get out of the norm. You know, the little the towny spots or. Get out of the house and go to a sports bar, that's like the the best option right now for us, which I don't know if that's good or bad, but I don't like the wings, is.
1: actually. I, I go with the burger usually and fries. Okay. But
0: do you now funny story that I can't not you know what I'm gonna say.
1: I don't right? think I do. No.
0: Funny story from B dubs with the with the chocolate cake? With the caramel sauce? Oh. I
1: don't remember this fully. <laughs> I but I, I remember it. Yeah, go ahead and tell it.
0: And, so, uh, this is just I classic guess. me. Like, this is me to a T. So, I think it was like me, you, oh, Billy. Oh, it was you. It was... <laughs> I think it was like me, you, Billy, Connor or something. Like, way back. Classic crew. Yep. We're sitting there. At, we're having a nice meal in the booth. And I got to get the cake. I like that. They got they give you a nice slice of cool chocolate cake. and uh, So... I order the cake, whatever.
1: He orders, you know, like this typical fudge bread yeah. chocolate cake.
0: Like, no questions asked. Like, I just order the cake. I'm like, okay, I've got it before. I like it. Yep. It is, like, it's going to come how it usually comes, one would assume. She puts the plate down. No, she's got it, like, in her hand. Like, kind of, she's almost, like, you know, guarding it with her body. Like, trying not to reveal the cake yep. to me.
1: Setting a pick. And
0: she goes, setting a pick, yeah, body pick. And she goes, yeah, so... We ran out of chocolate sauce, but I, I threw a little bit of ca- caramel sauce on it. Hope that's okay with you. And I go, oh, yeah, that's totally fine. Thank you so much.
1: And not <laughs> two seconds after she, puts, she, hey, she leaves the, plate the table. hits
0: the table. She turns around. And Drew she's says... Not two feet, she's not two feet away from the table.
1: And Drew says to us, I hate caramel sauce.
0: <laughs> I will never ever... I, I am not one to, to, to bring back food, but I will bitch and moan until the crows come home if something is wrong. It's it's the most ass-backward way of thinking, but it's just who I am. And I just remember the looks on your face when I said that because—
1: I think we almost just, all spat out a, a drink out.
0: Just the pure disgust as I just looked at the caramel sauce, just like pour it over the cake. Oh, my God. It's oh. an all-time story, and I couldn't not tell it. I hate to say this because I hate when other people say it, but it was one of those things where you had to be there in the moment to, to really fully be engaged. But hell of a story.
1: Hell of a story. Good times at B-dubs. Uh, let's move on, Drew, to – that'll wrap up sports. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll chalk it Time And we'll move on to Stock Talk before I forget. Okay, before you forget. Almost lost it. Uh, The last time we checked in with you, we were all high hopes. Everything was pretty positive. Well, Thursday and Friday in the stock market happened. And let me tell you, it was not a fun two days.
0: No, not for me either. Obviously, as everybody knows, things are, you know, directionally for the most part going to be, will be in the same ballpark. But the, the only way I can put it is the same amount of money just simply isn't on the line. So I'd love to hear from you the impact that the the latter half of the week had on you.
1: Yeah, we'll just ch- chalk it up to, you know, it went from uh, I had a net gain of 0. 0.65, I think, on the year total. And I was down 5.5% in some change uh, after Friday's close. And the big thing is, I guess we just hope it was a correction in the market, as they call it because the tech stocks have been going wild and they can't go up, you know, forever. At some point, they have to take a little dip before regathering themselves. And we're just hoping that that was the little 5% regather that we needed and that we'll keep going to the moon from here.
0: I love the positive attitude. I think that's a great way to look at it. Um, Honestly, I don't have much else to say. I'm just simply not going to have the same, you know, Emotions. I don't know emotion I guess like I I feel what you're feeling and I hope you're right because I just I'm at a point now where I got a little bit of money to play with I don't know if I should just keep it out or throw it back into to DraftKings or some other oh hey some draft, other portfolios DraftKings
1: first week of NFL coming up yeah I
0: might need to go now like tonight they tomorrow were, they actually were tomorrow down.
1: they were down uh all of Thursday and Friday I believe again because it was after you know the original bump from the MJ news so Pretty yep. cheap price on them, and everything kind of getting gearing back up. I know the Big Ten's talking about coming back earlier than they thought they were, like October 10th. This is the date I've been hearing on Twitter.
0: Yeah, now, are they not? Be, are they not fraud of the week either?
1: The Big uh, Ten. Yeah, they could be. They. Could I mean, be. they're
0: uh, just what an absolute catastrophe that they're just going through. I mean, they're, it's just a it's, horrible luck.
1: It's a flip flop. They're just flip floppers
0: That's exactly what it is. It's 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 just a shit show. Yep. But But anyways.
1: Back on the stocks for a second. Mm -hmm. Tesla got killed. So they made a resurgence uh, early morning. No, late morning, Friday, early afternoon. Kind of got back a couple of percentage points that they lost from the the day prior and half of that morning. And I was like, boom, that's all I needed to see right there. It closes at a pretty solid stance. And after hours, it goes down. I think it was $30, the stock, after they didn't get included on the S&P 500 index. And that was a bit of a crushing blow, but we do have some positive news to spin it,
0: spin the yep. headline spin zone, spin zone us.
1: Their battery that is coming out is going to be better than they thought from what the, the news reports said on Friday afternoon. And that day is September 22nd. So that's a big okay. day for them, battery day. Be on the lookout. That's it. B-Day. That's it. B-Day. That's coming up. That's it for Stock Talk. Let's get on to the Dad Joke of the Week, and we'll wrap this show up in a orderly fashion.
0: Let's do it. Yeah. Um, are we doing Woman of the Week or no? No.
1: We're gonna. Yes. All
0: right. Anyways. I'll I just got one. Work.
1: I'll let you build build some momentum off of me.
0: So, Drew's Dad Joke of the Week is, again, brought to you by Gloucester Gear. Again, winter, spring, summer, fall, doesn't matter where the locals wear. Contact Anthony Shimataro for all your Glustigan needs. This is a good one. I'll tell you that. Did you hear the story about the cheese that saved the world? No. It was legendary.
1: (laughs) That's so bad. That's, uh, That's... not one of my favorites to say the <laughs>
0: least. Oh my god. It's it's like almost like an anti joke it's gotten to be where like they're so bad that they're good to me.
1: I thought last week <laughs> last week there were a couple of really good
0: ones. Oh my We've gosh. had some
1: really good ones. That one's just a cheap pun.
0: Alright, alright, fair. To each their own.
1: We'll have to build. We'll have to build <clears> for <throat> next week. We uh, shall. Let's head right into our woman of the week. I'll start us off this week and let you think it over for a second. Okay. This one's a Hall of Famer, I, I would say, throughout most of the population. Okay. I'm going to go with Halle Berry. Simple as that. I don't wow, think there you're needs big, to be any description.
0: Big uh, on the actress for you. You're a heavy-loading actress, you know, front-loading them for Woman of the Week, which I, which I um, appreciate.
1: You know, she's up there with Jennifer Aniston uh, in, in age, in beauty as well.
0: Yeah, I'll never forget her in that Catwoman suit. That's a personal favorite of mine.
1: <laughs> you got a wallpaper of that one? Oh, man. I
0: just think about the song that Alan sings in The Hangover, where part of the song is he's thinking of or talking about Halle Berry in a Catwoman suit. Okay, you know, you probably, yeah, it's from The Hangover, but I haven't,
1: I don't recall that particular segment,
0: no, yeah, so you know, I don't know. Um, I'm just gonna jump right into mine. It's a weird one, I'll tell you, but she's got some spunk. She intimidates the hell out of me.
1: Hey, there's and... no there's nothing going for a person like spunk, whereas you just can't describe it, but <laughs> no, they got it.
0: She just got some energy. And it's it's Jan Levinson Gould.
1: I don't know who that is.
0: You don't? Jan no. Levinson Gould? I do not. She is uh Michael Scott's, I, I guess you could oh. put it inconsistent, sort of up and down. Correct. crash slash lover. Uh, she so, ends up having a so the act- actual
1: character in that show.
0: Yeah, the character, the character herself. Okay. She, the energy that she, the the aura that she provides and brings into the office when she struts in. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. She has We don't use it often. But she is the definition of, like, someone who just owns her shit and has some of the best BDE out there. Yeah. So, another way to look at it would be, you know, everybody's talking about Simp Nation and Simpin and all this stuff. You know what that is, right? I do. So, Michael Scott was almost a Simp, like, before it was even a thing. Like, before it was cool. He's the biggest Simp in the world.
1: Yeah. Is he's he not? like the GM Edmonton Gold? He's basically the trailblazer of Simps, like, you know, 10 years
0: prior. Exactly. And I just kind of thought of that. But now that I look back to to all of the awkward, uncomfortable encounters and the way that he just – the house party episode where he has his flat screen TV and he's showing it off and it's just – he's the biggest simp. And she just brings this – she's not the most likable character, but she brings a hell of a aura and an energy about her wherever she is. So yeah, that- shout out to Jan Levinson. I think it's Jan Levinson until she became – and I don't know if she had a kid with um, a someone who is named Gould, but okay. I think it sounds better, JLG. I'll
1: call her JLG. Yeah, uh, that dinner date with Pam and Jim. and oh my And her is one of the, that's one of my favorite Office. Episodes. You want to
0: talk about Hall of Fame? That is all time. He's got the this. What is it? The beer. The lady. What's the it, brand?
1: It's what, uh, it's what, like a 12-inch flat screen hung up on the yeah. middle of the wall? Oh, yeah, and then
0: he has, like, the the, the the lime green and blue fluorescent light bar sign in the dining room. Yeah. That just <laughs> blinds people. <laughs> it's, it's just incredible. It is. So she's my woman of the week.
1: I like that one. I I think I, we may have to get into some more characters. That's a, that's a good avenue we could go down and, and not sure. strictly just the actresses per se.
0: Yeah.
1: Let's get into Fraud of the Week. I know you've mentioned. We'll, we'll I've do a little one. Fraud Alert segment. Yeah, Fraud Alert. Uh, uh, uh. You dropped two.
0: I did, yeah. Kind of passively, but I'll, I'll give you the floor to start.
1: Give a, Okay, I'll take the floor here. And this one comes not only from me, uh, but this one comes from the number one pod on the island group, group yep. chat that we have with the Beneath the Bar guys. <laughs> and this one is just hilarious so (laughs) we do what we call the hood mile which is one block uh around our neighborhood that we run as fast as we can probably once a year and usually the weather conditions aren't great like we i don't think we've yet to run it in like the middle of summer or pretty nice fall weather it's been pretty peak football season so it gets kind of Chilly, the lung stuff. I feel like
0: it's either it's either like four degrees, or there's ice and snow on the ground, or it's pouring rain.
1: Yeah. So Kenzie will tell you he has the the fastest, you know, grittiest hood mile <laughs> Gritty- in, <laughs> in snow, and I didn't get to to run it at that time. I was away from home, but he he was proud. I think he broke two minutes, and I don't remember the times that won it, but I do remember the reigning champion right now. Uh, is Jimmy Nicolosi, which hurts me because we run it in time trial. So you don't run it versus someone. You don't run it side by side to know if you yeah. won.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, it's it's more of a- Which match. makes
0: it way more exciting. Cause it's you, more of you a, want to mind, know you're,
1: a mind yeah. challenge. You know, you're you kind gotta, of in
0: your own head the whole time trying to think. And then when you get- to, you, It's all about the big reveal, too.
1: It does. So I end up running mine uh, after Jimmy throws his up. And I felt like I ran a real good one. And- I come up a second shy, one oh second shy, God. which is just brutal. Cause you know, you can make up a second in the closing stretch down Madison Avenue. Yeah. A yeah. Pretty, pretty flat ground straight away. That's a, that's
0: a kick in the dick.
1: That's a, that's an angle. That's an angle play on the, uh, the route yeah. that I missed. You got to come
0: in a little bit shorter, cut your corner off a little bit yeah. shorter.
1: And so he's the reigning champion. I had won the year prior. I got to regain my title, but the fraud of the week. The biggest uh, fraud of all time in Hood Judah, Mile history Judah straight,
0: Judah straight.
1: has to be Lenny Terramina. A, a fitness guru in his own right, a, a very in shape, and at the time was working out, I would say, every day from the looks of it. And he went out to run the Hood Mile and people forget about what we call the smog down at Tenacacia. <laughs> And he did not finish. He was one of... He was our first DNF of the whole
0: mile. He did not finish. That's historic. Yeah. That's historic stuff.
1: Dave Quinn, also a DNF, I think, a year or two <laughs> later. Uh, you got to you gotta take that one, you know, him being... With, with a uh, grain of <laughs> Up in age, yeah, and, and not a 20-something-year-old. That's and... a
0: health risk. Some would say that's a health risk. <laughs> Some would say, yeah. He
1: might... He, we might have to retire him based off medical concerns.
0: I, unfit, unfit to participate, as they say in we, the NHL and, bubble.
1: No, you know what we'll need? We'll need a doctor's note for him to participate. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But Lenny... Like,
0: put some wheels on his recliner, and you can just drag him around in the in accord. Yeah. and so we're, be my own.
1: We are looking to hold, stage another one, and this one should be actually our best weather we've ever had. I'm going to try to do it when I'm home. Uh... The qualifications are pretty much nothing. You just come down and run the, <laughs> run the hood mile, and then afterwards you gotta have a sazit and a bud heavy, like or any beer of your choice, really.
0: I'd like to call somebody out and challenge them.
1: Let's head hear it. to head.
0: Okay. Can I do that? Absolutely. So for a couple of years now. I'm gonna and-
1: advise you not to do Jimmy because he's gonna run you run <laughs> no, you out the gym. Okay. He would run me into the ground. I know your rivalry with him he's, right now is no, very tense. Hold on. Let me
0: let me start there. I wanna publicly apologize for shaming him last week. He's a good friend of mine. And I didn't mean to shame him. We you know, I just feel like there's just this this cloud over my head of like judgment that he brings to the table which i respect he's interested in what i'm doing as a friend which i respect and i'll leave it at that and i hope to be able to talk about this over a budwaza at some point in the coming weeks i digress my challenge for a couple of years now billy has thought for some godforsaken reason that he can beat me in a race okay I am still... Now, the...
1: there was a race recently, correct, with you two? Yep. And who so, came out on top?
0: So let me talk through this. A couple of years ago, probably one and a half to two years summers ago, we raced after a job at Eventco in Boston. Okay. And I beat him pretty handily. Then, I'm always saying, hey, let me know. Shoot me a text and we'll go down to New Stadium. And we'll run a 50-yard flat sprint. Never calls me, never wants to do it. Probably just forgot about it, swept it right under the rug. Then we're at Ladoff's house. You know, we had a little bit of McDonald's before, we were hanging out, having a few drinks, whatever. Everybody starts riling everybody up. We're going to go bet on some races. Oh, in the middle of the street. Foot race. You know, some classic fun, some classic foot race fun. So, what do we do? The first race, I beat Billy you know, pretty, pretty fair and square by a step, you know, step and a half, two steps. Okay. And there was no, there was no issue. There was no debate. It was just, you know, I won the race. We go inside, we're hanging out. He's a and he wants to go again. He says, you know what? I feel like I can do it. Like I need to change the tide. Okay. We go back outside Yep. and I'm not a fan of this type of behavior because I just emptied the tank. And now you want to take advantage of that. And and try to kind of you know screw You're me You lost.
1: You lost fair and square.
0: So I'm like, okay, you know what? I, regardless of how I feel, I empty the tank. I have to defend the wall that is my own being and and put myself out there. Yeah. Right. So I do. In this time, because allegedly the first time it was dark out, you couldn't really tell who you know who won or whatever. I don't know. Okay. There was some talk about clarity at the finish. So now we did you know the classic. You got the two hands up. Right above your each ear. Yeah. And
1: whoever, whoever taps taps first.
0: touches, taps the hand first wins. It's like that's at the wall
1: at the Olympics. Yeah.
0: That, so if somebody's hands are up, Kurt, even if they don't say, hey, you got to touch the hand, if the hands are out like this, to me, I, I'm insinuating that I have to touch the hand. Kurt. Okay. Like, would you?
1: Yeah, sure. I don't okay. know. Maybe not. It, it, I feel like it should be stated first so but it's there was also ticky tack i feel like.
0: exactly so there was a little bit of confusion a lot of people out there yapping talking betting it's dark out so there, there was a little bit of miscommunication long story short i tap david's hand first but billy seems to think that he crossed the line first with his foot
1: but like we said that's like when phelps in the i believe it was the 08 olympics in beijing you know it didn't look like he won the race but he tapped the wall first and it It might not even have been that he tapped it first, like barely. It's that he forcefully tapped it first and it set the sensor off. A win's a win. You got to tap the sensor.
0: Exactly. And Billy's rebuttal and reaction to the whole thing was, well, you know, it was unclear. Nobody said I had to touch the hand. And I'm just, uh, nobody told me I have to touch the hand either. It's just, I'm doing what I have to do to win. I'm going to cross the finish line. I'm going to tap the hand. I'm going to cover all my bases because God forbid I don't, I'm going to end up like Bill so you know there's been a little bit of back and forth there's been a little bit of confusion from time to time a little bit of chatter so i am officially calling him out and like you said this isn't going to be a head-to-head race this is going to be a time trial
1: yep and we're going to say i I challenge him to the hood mile you're a you're a heavy favorite and it measures out to about one third of a mile so doesn't suit the the sprinter mentality that i think billy has versus
0: you you, you got to be in it for the long haul you got to be able to pace yourself and push yourself when you need to i feel like
1: but that's the whole game of the hood mile is the the mindset you go into it with yeah kenzie's not exactly. the fastest guy he's not do, the most do ad, we get the gopro going i think we get the gopro for a run oh but he but he we the gopro drew we're gonna get the gopro we on. might attach it to the car we might attach it to the person oh my we God. might have a trail car, dude
0: you got to put it on the car yeah, and we'll make it like a, like the Boston Marathon yes. like you just run ahead of us, each of us
1: so that'll be great and we're also looking for our first female participant so any of you female listeners out there come down we'll we'll set it out on the Instagram page of when the hood mile is going to happen yep. and all are welcome and may the yeah. victor take all the spoils that is the one free sausage that you get afterwards <laughs>
0: there you go hey that's all that needs to be said i think
1: and let's wrap this one up with kurt's quote this one coming from winston churchill the former prime minister of the united kingdom back in the world war ii era an instrumental figure in that war to say the least he said what is the use of living if it be not to strive for noble causes and to make this muddled world a better place for those who will live in it after we are all gone. That'll... Outstanding. I do it every week. You want to you chime in there? I do it every week.
0: Outstanding stuff. <laughs> Inspirational.
1: That'll do it for us here at TWBLC. As always, our guy, Pat from last year, playing us out.
0: What's for lunch? TWBLC you what's from lunch today
1: uh,
0: brown bag brown bag The
1: brown bag lunch group